Hello, TV fanatics. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Courtney. And welcome to Head Bingers in Charge. Today is our 30th episode. It is. How exciting. We've, uh, we've come pretty far here at the uh, Head Bingers in Charge. Yep, we're uh, just over Court's age. Hey, so stop that. <laughs> we're well over Court's age. Okay. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk more about the HBO Max show Euphoria. Last episode, we discussed season one. Now that we've both finished season two, we're ready to recap it, see if any of our predictions were true, and maybe discuss what we want to see in season three. Honestly, I think we should just jump right into it, Ken's. Um, just a real quick trigger warning. Um... In the show Euphoria, you're going to see a lot of these triggers. Actually, you're going to see all of these triggers, um, but you also might hear some of them discussed on our podcast today. Uh, some of those triggers include alcohol and drug abuse, sexual assault, child pornography, self-harm, domestic abuse, homophobia, bully- bullying, uh, etc. Um, we put the etc. there because... We might have missed a few. We do our best to keep track, but as always, please do your own research. Take care of yourselves before indulging. If you haven't seen season two of Euphoria, now is the time to tune out because we're going to get started talking about it. Yeah, go ahead and hit that button, Kens. All right, Court. Let's just go. What did you think overall season two? Did you think it was better than season one? Overall, I would say yes. I agree. I think it was better. Uh, Yeah, I do think it was better than season one. I feel like the drama intensified. Like, everything got messier. Everything got darker. But also, like, some of the funny moments were, like, pretty freaking funny too which i think lacked last season there was like Mm -hmm. a couple chuckles last season but like i don't know having uh i'm you know thinking of a of one moment in particular but like i think it really helped balance out like the heaviness of like the episode before yeah um so i think there was a better balance this season yeah i i completely agree um you want to go over our predictions first or your what do you think yeah we can do that well nate didn't die that was your your wish for season two but he almost did fez beat the crap out of him yeah first episode honestly good for fez wait we have to talk about fez and lexi at that party how cute are they oh my god i love it i literally was like oh my god new couple alert i'm so about it and they're like two of our favorite characters. Heck yeah. Right? They just had such a, a good dynamic. I don't know. You're just sitting there listening to her and it was cute. I know. It's funny because I feel like, I mean, they mentioned this in, in one of the episodes that like they're kind of like very different, but like similar in the ways that matter, you know? I liked his, um when they were talking about social media and stuff and he was like, yeah, we don't have common interests, but we have common character traits. Yeah. Which is more important. And that's what people don't show on 
social media. It was, it was nice. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I just, I wish Fez wasn't caught up in all this mess, you know? Like, it it makes me wish he wasn't caught up in all this mess, obviously, because, like, we see what happened, where he ended up missing Lexi's play, which he knows was important to her, and, like, he wanted to be there, obviously, but, you know, shit got real, shit happened, so. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah, definitely. What other predictions did we have last episode? So, we were hoping Cassie and McKay would break up, which they did, but we wanted Cassie to be by herself. And she did so for, like, half an episode, maybe. (laughs) Oh my god, which she would have been better off. I can't, I can't with Cassie. Cassie went from one of my favorites to one of my least favorites very quickly. Yeah. That was sad. Like, I feel like this season in particular, she might have even been worse than, like, Nate. And you know how I feel about him. Yeah. I feel like he actually had a couple redeeming moments this season which does not negate the bad things that he's done but it does show some growth Mm -hmm. some hope for the future people can change you know yep yeah i agree um i feel like when i was going back and listening to our predictions we either got them like spot on or they were the complete opposite of what we wanted (laughs) um such as cat and ethan thriving they did not thrive I was like I liked Cat too, and now I don't. I don't like Cat. I was mad at her the way she handled the Ethan situation. Agreed. Honestly, Ken's like overall. Like I made a list. Okay, I made a list of characters that I hate after this season, characters that I like after this season, and characters that I love after this season. Oh, and let me interesting. I wrote down um, I wrote down what we said last time about them, so that'll be a good comparison. Well, good. I'm gonna tell you the hate list is long. It's everyone except three people. Wow. Can I guess the three? Two of them are in the like column. One of them are in the love column. Go ahead. Try to guess. Go for it. Well, okay. Is it just just like the main kids, right? None of the other people. No. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to go Fez, Lexi, and Jules. No, you don't like Jules because she kissed the other guy. Um, wow, how'd you know that? (laughs) I just, I just know. Hmm, who would the third one be? Maybe Maddie. I'm going to lock in. Fez, Lexi, Maddie. In my like column was Fez and Lexi. In my love column, the only character that didn't piss me off at all this season, Suze. Lexi and Cassie's mom. Mm, You know, she was in the back of my mind. Really? I was going to say her and I was like, "Eh, I don't know. Are you kidding me? She is the freaking best like when she I love when she was laughing at the play she was laughing at the play (laughs) I was so dead so dead she's like Ethan's doing a great job playing me (laughs) (laughs) Ethan you should win an award I was cracking up (laughs) 
I was honestly thinking about that. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like I liked that moment that like, you know, I mean, I'm sure it was pretty obvious to everyone watching or at least anyone in that high school that's in tune to what's going on that the play was about real people. Um, But the fact that Suze just like embraced that and was like, oh, my God, look, that's me. <laughs> like, that's me. <laughs> like, she didn't take offense to it. Like, you know, she knows that, you know, you have to over dramatize things a little bit for the theater, like whatever, even though most of that drama was real. <laughs> yeah. Um, But I just love that she embraced it. She's like, yep, that's who I am. And I love it. That might be my uh, my one play slash musical that I, I liked. I liked the play. Really? Yeah. Wow. This is a breakthrough moment. I mean, it wasn't a musical, so maybe that's why. But they did have some musical numbers. There was music. I know. I liked the football scene. And they're on the I, <laughs> weight room. I was cracking up that was so funny and the way that freaking zendaya like looked over at nate and was just like ooh, like the faces she was yeah, making so her facial expressions were so funny they made that episode like holy cow the way she was like smiling and then noticed him and was like oh man but then went right back to looking at the stage and smiling again like oh yeah it was so funny i felt like the um the play was so long and we actually got to see pretty much the whole play it was weird. Right. Usually they only show you little snippets. It was a very well done episode, I think. Mm -hmm. From, I mean, the writing, the directing, everything. Because I feel like, I don't know, not, somewhere around 90% of the time when people throw in musical episodes, it's like, why? How does this fit in? Why are we doing this? You know? Mm -hmm. Outside of like, oh yeah, the, you know, the school's putting on the school musical. But like, I don't know. It's I just feel like this is the best way i've ever seen it done right production of that play all the sets like all the sets of the play like everything was really good yeah it was it was pretty good and i liked how we would you know kind of jump back and forth between like because as the audience we knew most of what happened already right mm -hmm. but we got to fill in some holes yeah you know like we got to see all the girls I mean, hanging out's a bad term but like uh bonding a little after Rue's dad's funeral mm -hmm. and then like we saw that happen on the stage as well and it was like we get to kind of piece all these things together and where they fell in the timeline you know and I mean you know how I felt about the cinematography in general but like that was good yeah and we we never got a an episode on Lexi but I think you know this was her whole thing the whole story from her point of view so this kind of gave us her perspective on everything absolutely yeah I think this was Lexi's episode because she did start by saying like she's an observer and like this is what she does and this is how she, you know, tells her story and handles her shit too, you know? Mm -hmm. Like when her and Lexi were talking at the, or sorry, her and Rue were talking at the end and Rue was saying like, I wish I had something like that, you know? Like you channel all your your trauma, your anger, your sadness into writing, whereas I channel mine into drugs. And, like, obviously that's not a healthy way to cope. So, like, I think that's Rue was making this discovery that, like, wow, I need to find something like Lexi has to cope with my stuff. And I just thought that was a really nice moment between the two of them. And I'm sure it was very validating for Lexi 
especially because she was nervous about how the play was going to go. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, let me get back to our list here. Um, I wanted Jules and Rue to spend some time apart. Uh, they they kind of got back together right away, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is on brand for high school teenagers. Yeah. Um, we said new character, specifically men for some of these girls. Um, we did get a, a new man, Elliot. Mm-hmm. What did you think of him? I think, I don't know. I think he was an okay character. Um, I kind of enjoyed the friendship that the three of them had. I had only wish, I only wish it had been like a healthy friendship because like, I mean, I can understand at the New Year's Eve party, like Elliot maybe didn't know that Rue was an addict, even though I'm sure it went around the school that she overdosed. Um, but I mean, maybe he just doesn't pay attention to the gossip, but once he also started getting close with Jules and like Jules was very obviously focused on making sure Rue wasn't getting high, like the fact that he kept it a secret from Jules for that long, I think is shitty or like, didn't try to tell Rue like, Hey, are you sure you should be doing this? Like, like even if he thought like, Oh, it's not my business to tell Jules, like it shouldn't have gotten as bad as it did. It really shouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I said I wanted a, a new guy for these girls, and he went with the, the two girls that were together. He's supposed to go for the other girls. <laughs> right? <laughs> What's going on? I know. I really, I was like, oh my god, are they going to be a thruple? I really thought they were going to be a thruple. I thought they they might. He was like, should the three of us just? I was like, oh. Yeah. Shoot. Honestly. Would have been good representation. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I understand that like it's not his, um, like it's not a hundred percent his fault that like Rue's doing drugs. Like that's on her. But also like, being an enabler sometimes is just as damaging. Mm-hmm. You know, like when your friends need help, like, you know, sometimes you got to do what you can to help them. Yeah, definitely. Um, the next prediction has to do with Cal. But before we get into that, I really liked the episode that was about him and his best friend. Me too. I was, I don't think I was expecting. I was like, oh, look at Cal. I liked him a lot. I know. I don't think I was expecting a background episode on Cal. I don't know why. I guess because I thought he was such a secondary character that maybe I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. But I was happy that we got it because it explained so much. You know, mm-hmm. not again, not that anything that he's done is justified at all. But, you know, people are always curious, like, well, why is he the way that he is? Or why is she the way that she is? Or are they the way that they are? Like, you know, and we finally almost figured out why, you know, I feel like we got like act one of the story and then we didn't really get the meat and potatoes there, you know, like. He obviously he found out that his girlfriend was pregnant, but like what happened with Derek? Like, did he tell him? Did he break up with it? Like, how did it go? Did he just never speak to him again? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there was more questions that I wanted answered there, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I think that was also like, I think that was also like the writer's way of making sure that like we remember this story is not about him. 
the story is about Rue. Right. You know, I know we kind of talked about that in the last episode that like it didn't really seem like there was a main character. And the more we watch, the more I'm kind of like disagreeing. I think everything comes back to Rue and like the way that Rue perceives every person in every situation tends to hold more weight and more value than anybody else. I agree. I still think like... That's what I've noticed this season. I don't know. I mean, they do bring so much detail in on the other characters, but like you said, it is all from her perspective mostly. Right. Um, but yeah, you had wanted Nate's mom to find out about Cal, mm-hmm. um, which we saw his little peeing in the foyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was saw laughing at that. <laughs> that that's I like. Feel like we witnessed a lot of breaking points in this episode. I mean, in this season, Cal reached a breaking point. Cat reached a breaking point. Rue, Cassie, Cassie, Lexi, even like, I feel like almost every single character reached a breaking point. Nate even too reached a breaking point. Mm-hmm. And some of them I think were positive for their character development and growth. And some of them I think were negative. Yeah. So sorry, but back to Cal's little no, I'm- breakdown. She found out, so your prediction there was kind of right, or your wish. Um, yeah, what did she, you think about the interaction between Nate and his mom afterwards? It was kind of weird. That little scene where they were, like, eating and drinking together. Yeah, I mean, together. she was, she, she didn't seem that surprised Um, with the whole situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was weird she was... When she was talking to, to Nate about Maddie and Cassie and I don't their whole family dynamic is just messed up. It is. There were a, lo- a lot of strange things about it. And I think, I mean, obviously she probably felt very free of Cal and she had had a couple drinks. So I feel like she was probably just like, you know, word vomiting almost a little bit like you know, these are probably questions I shouldn't be asking my son, but, like, also, like, he's almost an adult now, and, like, I don't know. I know that they've made it pretty clear that Nate doesn't communicate with them, like, at all, (laughs) so I guess she's been, like, this is what I've been thinking for the past eight years since, you know, whatever happened and you you changed, and now I'm finally saying it. Yeah. But I also, like, I hated the double standard there, too. Like, when Cassie and her mom were fighting about the situation, and they were like, well, you shouldn't have slept with your best friend's boyfriend. But then, like, Nate's, when Nate was like, oh, yeah, um, that's Maddie's best friend. His mom was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> like she was, like, laughing about it. Yeah. Whereas... Cassie was having like a mental breakdown and getting screamed at about it. And the mom also was like, she knew that Nate strangled Maddie. Like, I didn't Absolutely. like that. She was like, I didn't like that either. 
what is she? she was like oh don't get too angry i don't want you to strangle me i was like what is this lady's problem yeah i was like oh my gosh i was like she better stop talking like that or he might oh my god but yeah that's why i mean she's on my hate list too i don't trust her yeah i don't like we her. didn't get to know a lot about her but just that one interaction was enough to give me the heebie-jeebies mm-hmm um what else we got we wanted to learn more about ashtray and fez which we did we got a whole episode about them we did which made me like fez even more um Mm -hmm. and you had said you thought it had something to do with the grandmom so you were right with that i knew it i called that um she deserved a whole episode good for her what a badass (laughs) um what else we got can we talk about Ashtray for a second, though? Yeah. Because, I mean, when we find out that, like, he pretty much just got abandoned and, like, they took care of him and, you know, Fez obviously became his older brother, like, I kind of, like, appreciated their brotherhood, you know? And I kind of liked that, like, Ash was always there to protect him. And, like... Him killing Mouse was like, oh man, that was probably like not necessary, but like, I don't know, a little justified because, I mean, they were both, they both had guns and like Fez was kind of in a bad situation, but I personally feel like him killing the other guy was like completely un justified yeah i agree i was curious how you felt about that i'll be honest i had seen a couple spoilers and by a couple i mean one and it was the one spoiler that ash died right that was the only thing i knew what that was gonna happen throughout the season and everybody was like oh my gosh like so sad that ash died but like i did not feel sad like, I don't know. He did that to himself. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, like, I don't I don't understand what he was thinking. He's kind of completely unhinged, I think. I agree. I was only sad because of Fez. Like, he was trying so hard. Right. And, like, just seeing him watch Ash die, like, ugh. Right. It's like, I don't know, like... And then he shot Fez. Right. That's why I was like, why would you hide in the bathroom and just start shooting randomly when Fez is right outside the door? But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just feel like the kid was completely unhinged. Like, again, it's one thing to like have your, your brother's back and like, I'm all about that mentality. Like, yo, I got your back, bro. Like whatever. But like, I don't know to kill people anytime you felt a little bit threatened, like, I don't know. I just feel like Fez had the situation under control and like he just has no impulse control maybe. Ash has no impulse control. So that's I was almost like I mean Ash was going down a bad path anyway. Like can you imagine if Fez would have taken the heat for that kill and like Ash would have been on his own completely? Yeah. Like I mean obviously I believe that people can change but without Fez being there to, like, you know, 
be the angel on his shoulder. Like, I don't think, I don't think he would have gone down a good path, that's for sure. And I honestly think that Ash not letting Fez take the heat for him was like the nicest thing he's ever done for Fez. But do we still know that that's true? Because Fez was the one with the knife when the cops came in, so they still might charge him for that. They might. They absolutely might. Or Fez can say that Ash did it because he's already dead and there's a witness. Faye was there. Faye saw it. Yeah, that's true. You know? Which, I mean, obviously we'll get into that when we talk about season three predictions, but that could go a couple different ways. Um, But I did want to talk about that because I know that was a big death moment that people were talking about. Of course. Any death is always big. Yeah. What else did we predict? Uh, We wanted uh, Rue to reconcile with her family. Kind of happened at the end. Yeah, like when they had dinner with Ali. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cute. I liked that whole scene. But the, um, you know, before that, when Jules found out about the drugs and then told her, her mom, that whole scene was insane. Yeah, that was... She deserves an award for that. I think she won an award for that. I don't Did know she? about that episode in particular, but I know she's won an award for Euphoria. That had to be it. Nice. Yeah, I wrote down... I wrote down like a few notes while I was watching and that was one of them. And also Cassie getting an award because she was phenomenal as well. Yeah. I, that whole episode was just so like heavy almost, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that we were kind of talking about how like, you know, we usually get the perspective of like the jock or the cheerleader or like even like, the you know the nerdy girl that like becomes popular or like whatever other stereotypes but like when we're talking about high school kids in particular we don't necessarily always see like drug addiction and like how it truly changes a person and takes over their life like i mean we were seeing bits and pieces of soberu first season not a lot but like bits and pieces And we know that there's a good person inside of her. But her in that episode, she was so desperate for drugs. And like the things that she did because she was so desperate for drugs is like something that, I don't know, someone that's not addicted to drugs doesn't understand or see. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where like that portrayal was like eye-opening, but also like mind-blowing too because then they did an incredible job all of the different interactions i mean first with the mom and the sister and then you know when she found out that jules was there and like that at first she was embarrassed but then the anger came back you know she's mad at jules and then she was mad at elliot and then she runs away and then she ends up at she ends up at cat with cat maddie cassie and all them that was all bad. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, mom. Yeah, and the fact that she told Cassie or told Maddie about Cassie. and Yep. Which, like, I kind of did feel bad because Cassie was trying to be so positive in that moment. I know. She's like, Ruth, you can do it. Just take it one day at a time. And that just, like, <sighs> I think that was a very important moment because it shows that, like, 
a drug literally takes over a person or like the want for or the need for drugs can like completely take over a person yeah and then she even went to to fez's house and was trying to steal his grandmom's pills and you know that wasn't flying with him yeah she was burning all her bridges real fast that was yeah it was bad but it was it was important to see that definitely breaking in stealing getting herself in a terrible situation by going to that lady's house what's her name Lori. oh yeah we're like yeah and she went there and she got the morphine with the oh my god through the iv though yeah i couldn't watch that beautifully shot but couldn't watch it um for more than like i watched like two seconds of it and i was like wow you can see like the goosebumps in her arm and the sweat droplets i was like this is an incredible shot but like i can't look anymore <laughs> i was getting a little lightheaded yeah um but yeah it's, i mean she got herself in a really dangerous situation that she's lucky she got out of mm-hmm. but anyway we i we obviously needed to talk about that episode no that for sure that was a one of the main episodes what else did we predict how many more predictions we got uh, just a couple. Some of them, like, overlapped. So um, we wanted McKay not to come back, which kind of happened. He was in, I think, what, the first episode, and then we didn't really see him. Yeah, which is good. Also, while we're talking about McKay real quick, that interaction with him and Nate was so weird. Oh, my God, yeah, that was very weird. How quickly Nate got so possessive. Mm-hmm. He was like, did you fuck her? Did you fuck her? Yeah. Did you come on her tits? Like, where did you come? I was like, oh my god, you weirdo. He's getting all up in his face. Yeah, it was very weird. Um, But can we actually talk about Nate and Cassie? Yeah, sure. I don't even know what to think of it. It's terrible, but... I I think all the hate's on Cassie and not enough of it's on Nate. But it's still bad. All around. I agree. I think that I understand why maddie is upset because cassie is her best friend right right she's the one that should have been able to say no or whatever but also maddie knows nate better than anyone else those are her own words and so she knows how like manipulative he can be and abusive he can be so i think she should be more like worried for cassie than anything Mm-hmm. you know which again i understand her being upset but i think once the anger dies down and she starts to like you know think without anger she might realize like oh shit cassie's probably in trouble and maybe she won't care anymore maybe they won't be friends anymore i don't know i don't know if that's going to reconcile but i mean she kind of hinted at it at the end of one of the episodes when she said, what did she say? It was when they were in the bathroom after they fought. Yeah. And she said, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Thank you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was literally, I was waiting for her to say, like, don't call me when he strangles you too or something like that. I was like waiting for her to out him for strangling him. Yeah. Or strangling her. Sorry. I know Um, a lot of people love Maddie and like... That's I just see posts about her all the time, and I was waiting for like this big turnaround. As I don't, it's not that I don't like her, but I don't love her. Yeah, I think she's okay. Yeah, she's oh. fine. She'd probably fall in my okay category. 
I was being a little dramatic when I said I hate everybody except those three, but I don't know. I think she's funny. Yeah, I've seen like people say she carries the show and I'm like, I don't I don't think that's true, personally. I mean, I don't know. I like the energy she, that she brings, if that makes sense. Yeah, she's definitely needed. Right. I was just expecting more from all the, the hype I've seen about her character. Yeah, I think I think maybe her character arc or her growth maybe comes in the next season when we find out like how she's going to end up reacting to the whole situation um yeah about the the gun the gun thing oh yeah another i was heavy up. moment for sure that was that was pardon my french that was fucked up mm-hmm and then for him to be like, oh, I was just kidding. There's no bullets in the gun. Like, Go fuck yourself, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, what? That was messed up. Yeah. But then he gave it to Jules, which I was like, all right. That was one good thing out of the hundred bad things he's mm, done. Yeah. He's, if a good thing negates a bad, he's at 99 now. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not how that really works. And then he turned in Cal. So that was kind of another thing. Yeah, and he turned in Cal, another good moment. He just he has some really bad anger issues and I don't know how he fixes that. Well, therapy. Mm. This is our daily plug for therapy. <laughs> Go to therapy, friends, even if you don't think you need it. I think everyone could benefit from therapy. Maybe we'll get sponsored by a therapist. And this can be where we plug our therapist's name. <laughs> so if you're a therapist and you want to be sponsored by our pod let us know alright I will end with this prediction you said that an unlikely friendship would form between Maddie and Jules which we almost saw did we? in the New Year's episode Maddie and Jules were hanging out at first until Rue came back into the picture I thought Jules was hanging with Kat she was at the end of it, but at the beginning, she was, like, holding hands with Jules, and she was like, come on, like, let's go, get a drink, or, like, whatever. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is it. This is where they formed their friendship. Mm. But then that got, that died real quick. All right. Fair enough. Um, we have to talk about, there were some recognizable TikTok sounds in season two. Oh, my gosh. Every time. <laughs> there were so many. She's like, is this play about us? I was like, oh my gosh, that's a TikTok sound. Yeah. I was like, that's where they came from? Or, <laughs> you're confused, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> is this fucking play about us? I can't get it. You know that one with Fez? Yeah. Wait, there's another one that Cassie says. That's a TikTok sound too. Hmm. I think she says it when she was drunk in the hot tub or like something about that episode. Something somewhere in that episode. Oh my god, what about that when, you know, Nate broke up with her at the play and she was just like heavy breathing at the door? I was like, this is scary. I know. <laughs> that was pretty scary. I was, I, that's when I knew, I was like, she's going to go up on stage. She's about to ruin this whole production. She is going to go up on stage. Mm-hmm. Which, personally, I thought Lexi's play was tastefully done, right? I could understand being upset thinking that everybody knows it's about you. For the most part, I think it was tastefully done. Mm -hmm. I think the carousel horse scene mm -hmm. crossed the line. <laughs> but other than that, I thought it was tastefully done. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the play. 
Um, I wish we could have seen more of it. I like that Maddie was like, yo, Lexi's a G. Yeah. <laughs> she was showing the football scene. and Right. Most of them seemed to like it. They didn't care that it was about them, except for Cassie and Nate, because it came off bad for them, but they're, they did bad things. Right. Absolutely. Any uh, Any other things about season two you got for me? Honestly, there are so many things we could talk about. I personally feel like I was more excited to talk about this season than the last season. Last season, I feel like I was struggling for things to talk about. I feel like this season, we could have spent an entire episode talking about the play alone. Mm-hmm. Or like mm-hmm. Rue's mental, not mental breakdown, but Rue's uh, withdrawal episode alone. Like, you know, there were so many big episodes this season. Um which makes it hard. I feel like the play episode could have been an entire movie. Like I was so into that it episode. It felt like it was like so long. Yeah, it was like the the play that never ends, but I was so into it. And so was the audience. Yeah, true. It was awesome. I mean, if I was watching that in high school, I'd be peeing myself, but <laughs> getting everybody's dirt. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we could probably talk for hours, but for the sake of our listeners, maybe we should move on. All right. Well, I have a little game type thing i love a game type thing we are gonna play unsub unsub mm-hmm. i love that it's a little uh a little guess who game i'm gonna give you a um little fact and you're gonna have to guess which uh cast member it's about okay so the fact is about like the actor the actor yes Okay, but I can. You can just say the the character character names. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, let's play unsub. All right. First up. This cast member is a trained MMA fighter. Um, I'm going to say Cat. It's actually Sydney Sweeney who plays Cassie. Oh, man. Interesting. Isn't that cool? I thought that was so cool. That is cool. Good for her. This actor was born with one less tooth on the bottom row. Um... Let's go Elliot. No, it's actually Zendaya. Really? Yeah, she's born with a without one of her teeth in the bottom, which she said was good because she didn't have to get her wisdom teeth removed because it just pushed in there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Love that for yeah. her. There was enough room for that wisdom tooth. Blank is actually Australian. Oh, I know this one. Nate Jacobs. Correct. Yes. Perks of watching TV shows with Cameron. Cameron knows everything. (laughs) (laughs) Blank was a model and also an aspiring comic book artist prior to booking Euphoria. Fez. You think Fez was a model? Cute. I don't know. He looks like he could be a model. It's Jules. Oh, Jules. 
Yeah. That makes sense. While only in high school, this person launched a sunglass collection that has been sold all over the world and even worn by Nicki Minaj. Hmm. For this one, I'll go with Maddie. That's correct. Oh, look at me. I got two right. Talent runs in the family of this cast member. They are the child of a famous film director and actress. Lexi. Correct. Do you know who her mother is? Um, well, I see that her last name is Aptal, which I know sounds very familiar. Yeah, his or her dad is Judd Aptal, and he's a director. Judd. And her yes. mom is Leslie Mann. Oh my gosh. That, I see that now. Holy shit. That's crazy. I read that. I was like, what? That's crazy. I totally see that now. Yeah, she played um, her daughter in This Is 40 with, um, was that Paul Rudd? No. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Look at me. I got three right now, right? Maybe. I think. Ricky Patali. I think you got two. Uh, I got Nate Jacobs. I got Maddie. Oh, and yeah, I just you're got right, Lexi. Right. I forgot. I forgot the Nate one. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep a tally since you can't be trusted. I'm sorry. In their early days of acting, they had guest spots on Criminal Minds and Grey's Anatomy. Don't be looking at their IMDb. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just looking at the list. I promise. I promise. Oh man. I feel like. I know this one, though. Just because you know I, I how I am. I look at IMDb after I finish shows anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Cassie. That's correct. Really? I can't place her. Yeah, I can't place her in them, but I feel like I could see her. I can't place her either, but it just Being felt right. Being like a, a Grey's Anatomy patient. <laughs> yeah. it was. I was like... We'll have to go back and find... Who she is. Yeah. I was like looking at Elliot and then I looked at Cassie's picture again. I was like, no, I think it's Cassie. (laughs) Uh, Blank auditioned for a different role and had to be convinced to play the role that they have. Hmm. Maybe. Man, that's hard. Maybe... Maybe Fez? McKay. McKay. He he actually auditioned to play Ethan. Oh, okay. And they wanted him to play uh, McKay. And he said he wanted to be part of the story and thought it was important. So he, he agreed to it. Oh, interesting. Blank got their start as a model for popular brands such as Aerie, Target, and H&M. Hmm. I feel like the one of the only ones we haven't used yet is cat, so I'm gonna go with cat. That is correct. A I found this fact just for you deep in the archives. Okay. Um All right. Blanks Blank started acting professionally by playing the cat in the hat in a production of the Susical. You picked this one just for me, didn't you? I did. I did. <laughs> That's what I just said. I said I went way back in the archives to find this for you. 
Oh, sorry. I thought you were saying that about the last one. Okay. No, this one. Um, they played the cat in the hat in Susical. Yep. Fez. Nate. Nate. Oh, man. I was between Nate and yeah. Fez. Good for him. This person was cast after an agent saw them walking down the street in Manhattan and asked if they could read for a part. Okay, maybe that one's Fez. One of these has got to be Fez. That's correct. Oh, there we go. Yep. And that makes sense to me. I don't know why. Walk- I just feel like Fez. He's walking down the street and they said, they asked and he was like, I don't know if I should talk to this woman or not. <laughs> I didn't trust it. <laughs> I love that. All right. Last but not least. Here we go. This person went to prison and released their first album from prison. Hmm. Let's go with... I'm between two here. I'm between two. I'm going to go with Jules. No, this was Elliot. Oh, I was between Jules and Elliot. (laughs) Dang it. I should have known because he had a whole guitar song. Yep. Dang. Well, I went seven for how many were there? Twelve? Twelve. Yeah. That's not bad. That's more than 50%, which I feel like is better than any other game you've hit me with, Gens. That is, that's pretty factual. I have one bonus question for you. This is, it's it's not about a person. Well, it kind of is, actually. I lied. It is about a person. Okay. But. What's up? So between the the eight, what I call main characters, so I'm talking Rue, Jules, Nate, Maddie, Cassie, Lexi, Kat, and Fez, right? Those eight. Seven of them are between the ages of 23 and 25. One of them is 31. Which one is it? Holy cow. Isn't that crazy? Don't look at the <laughs> their ages. I won't. I won't cheat. So seven of them are between the ages of 23 and 25, and one of them is 31. I know Zendaya is not 31. Mm -hmm. Fez, I feel like, looks the oldest of all of them. But also, I remember seeing one scene in particular where I felt like Kat looked pretty old. But also the fact that Cassie was in a Grey's Anatomy episode. Like, I mean, Grey's has been going on for so long. Like, you know, how old are you? (laughs) Um, But also Lexi being Leslie Mann's daughter. Like, uh, I've learned a lot of new things today that are influencing my thoughts, Mackenzie. Hmm. I'm glad I asked after. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. All right, this is tough, but I don't want to drag it out for the sake of the listeners. So I am going to go with Cat. That is incorrect. Is it Lexi? No. It's Maddie. Maddie. (laughs) Yeah. Fez no and way. Fez and Jules are the youngest at twenty three. Lexi Nate Fez is the youngest? 
Lexi, Nate, and Cassie are 24, and Rue and Kat are 25. Hmm. See, I knew Kat looked a little on the older side. <laughs> Man, the 25-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was very surprised with the age difference. I was, honestly, based on, you know, other shows, teenagers are played by, you know, older characters. I was surprised they were all pretty close in age. Yeah. Besides Maddie. So she's how old? 31? 31. So you're telling me there's still hope I could audition and play high schoolers? Yeah, for sure. Just got to dye my grays. For sure. All right. Well, thanks for that, Ken's. That was fun. But let's get back to business. Uh, has there been a confirmation for season three? What's what's your, uh, you're the head binger here. So do you know any, any info? I believe we have been confirmed with the season three, but I think it's, there's no date. It's like long, long ways away. Right. Well, I figured since season two just came out. Um, but I guess I wanted to make sure that there is going to be an ending because there were a lot of unanswered questions. Yes, it was renewed for a third season on February 4th. I just did a fact check. Thank you. Good fact check. Well, let's talk about where we think it might go. Just a quick little, maybe just let's talk about some questions that we want answered. Well, I want to know if Fez is okay. He did get shot. I want Lexi to know why he didn't make it to the play. I hope they uh, they stay together. I hope he doesn't go to jail for any of this stuff that, you know, the cops were... The cops had been... I mean, he is a drug dealer, so even if he doesn't get charged for that murder, they know he's a dealer. Yeah, there's nothing at his house, though. He did say that they keep the place clean now, so... He did say that. Um... To, you know, going off of that with Fez, I agree. I'd love to know, obviously, what happened to him. I really hope that Lexi finds that letter that he wrote her. I don't know what it says, but, like, I hope he, she finds it um, and that they're okay. And that. Oh, my God. I Fez thought it was so okay. cute when he was getting all dressed up. I know. And Faye, and Faye was helping him, and he was like, do you think somebody else will think I look handsome? I was like, oh. <laughs> I know. He's so cute. He is so adorable. <laughs> I can't even. Um but yeah, I hope I hope he doesn't go to jail. If he does, I hope it's not for a long time. Like mm-hmm. like I said, if he could get Ash to go down for both of them, I mean, he'd still get um what do you call it? assisting or whatever. Why can't why can't I think of what it's called right now? Accessory? He, yes, accessory. Thank you cuz he helped hide Mouse's body wherever that ended up. Mm, true. But yeah, what other questions? Is Rue gonna stay clean? I really hope so. I think personally... She seemed to be in a, a better place. I hope so, yeah. I think personally she... Like we talked about in the last pod episode, she needed to find like a reason for herself. You know, like she had to want to be clean and for the longest time, she didn't want to be clean. She was just doing it for other people, for Jules, for Gia, for her mom. Like, she was never doing it for herself. And I think she's finally wanting to do it for herself, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be a big turning point for her. I don't think it's going to be easy still, but I hope and I think that season three will focus on that a lot is Jules staying clean. You mean Rue? So sorry. Yes, Rue staying clean. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
What do you do? You think Elliot will still have a role? Or I feel like his whole like he was just used as a device, kind of to. Yeah, I think so too. To the drugs, um, because she knew that she, she wasn't going to get anything from Fez anymore, and that Jules was going to be keeping an eye on her. So yeah, I don't know if he'll have another role, especially if. I don't like here's another one of my burning questions like it didn't sound at the end of the episode like Rue and Jules are going to reconcile you know yeah like maybe they'll be able yeah, to I think Jules wants to but yeah but Rue kind of yeah I think Rue has finally come to that realization that we talked about that like Jules is not actually good for her mm-hmm. she was like a substitute addiction almost you know um, so maybe they'll end up being able to be like acquaintances or friends, but like, I don't know if, I mean, I don't think the relationship's going to continue at all, but I am curious to see if the friendship will even continue. So I think if Jules ends up not being a big part of the next season, I definitely don't think Elliot will be in at all. Hmm. I don't see Jules not being in the next season or not being a big part of it still. Um, but I don't think that they'll be together. Yeah. I just worry she might fall to the background a little bit. Like a couple people did. Like how Lexi was in the first season. How she was just kind of there, you know? Yeah. That's true. I don't think she'll get like McKay treatment, but <laughs> I think she might get like Lexi season one treatment. <laughs> Where do you see? I can't see like a storyline for Maddie at this point. I personally think that this is one of the storylines I would be most excited about, and it's to see if Maddie is going to come clean about Nate being the one strangling her. Yeah, that would definitely be and interesting. I don't know. I also think that Jules asking Nate, was this the only copy, and him saying the only one that I know of, that could be a seed for something. Maybe Maddie made a copy. That seems like a Maddie thing to do. She keeps those receipts. Yeah. She does keep her receipts. And she knows she probably that... probably burned it onto her computer or something. That's what I'm thinking. Especially, you know, knowing that, like... Well, she felt anyway that Nate was kind of indebted to her because he you know, didn't go to jail for strangling her. Like, she, you know, got him off the hook, essentially. But I can see her wanting to have something on him just in case. So I think that's where Maddie's storyline is going, season three. I hope Cassie gets help. I hope Cassie gets help as well. She needs it. We said that last season as well, but I I hope this time she does. Absolutely. And the um, the only other... Like I... I was going to say, like I said, um, I forget the actress's name already. I was just looking at it, but she did a phenomenal job at that. And I read that um, in the facts. I read every time she has a part, she writes a like 100-page journal about the character before she even starts like the role. And I thought that was really cool. She like does like a whole story. That's what they teach you in like acting 101, like acting class. Like I remember doing that in like summer stage and stuff. Like we had to write like... Like, even when we were, like, townsperson number five, like, we had to pick a name for the character and, like, well, what's their job and, like, what do they do and, like, all this crap. But, like, 
I think it's cool that like at the professional level, like she still utilizes like tools like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of Cassie, Cameron just texted me what the TikTok sound is that I was trying to think of earlier. And it's the, you can judge me all you want, but I have never, ever been happier. Oh. Have you not heard that one? I don't think that I have. Oh my gosh. I'll send you TikToks later. It's definitely a good sound. It yeah. is. <laughs> it is. It's her like screaming. Anyway, the only other burning question I have written down is what's going to happen with Rue and Laurie? Because she did not come up with that $10,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a weird lady too, huh? Oh my gosh, she's so strange. Like, it's one of those like things where like, I love the character choice. Like, I don't know if that's how she was written or if that's just the actress, but like, I love it. Like, I don't know. It's just so strange, but I love it. She's so creepy. It's very strange. Anybody with a bird is strange. <laughs> I feel. No offense to the bird bird people out there. We love you. I apologize. Yeah. We don't we um, don't uh animal shame on the show, Ken's. Yeah, I mean she doesn't have the she doesn't have the money for her, so she's that lady's gonna mess her up. Yeah, she's not gonna just let that disappear. I think Rue staying clean is gonna be an important part of season three. But I think that that's going to be an important part of season three, too, is like, how is she going to get out of that? You know, like, does she get her mom involved? Like, because her mom knows about the suitcase and like, you know, like, I don't know, like, what's your best way out of this as a high schooler? Yeah. Because, I mean, she was very blunt. She straight up said, like, if you screw me, like, I'm going to kidnap you and sell you to people that do bad things. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh. But. Those are my burning questions, Ken's, and where I think some of them might go. Nice. I don't think I have any additional burning questions. I I hope um, Ethan's still a part of the show, even though Cat dumped him. I like him. I like him too. Maybe we get kind of um, like an unexpected relationship out of him. Like maybe he ends up with Maddie or something. Maybe. Or Cassie. I feel like he'd be a good fit for Cassie since Cassie seems to only care about being loved. You know? Like, I mean, obviously, again, she needs to get help and fix herself first, but he seems like the very, like, caring, attentive type of boyfriend, and I think that's the type of boyfriend that she needs. I agree. Or wants. Not needs, but, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like any of these relationships, honestly. They need flush them out. They need new ones. Just Lexi and Fez. Lexi and Fez for real. What's their ship name? Do we do we know? Liz, wait, is there is their ship name Les? Les. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Team Les. Fexy. Me too. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. Well, Ken's, I guess uh we're gonna have to wait a while, but season three will be coming, hopefully soon hopefully i think there was two years between seasons one and two so hopefully it's not that long wow well i'm sure that uh covid might have had something to do with that huh yeah probably yeah so hopefully we get season three soon but um you know what ken's we're about to wrap up episode 30 which means it is officially 
Binger game season. Yes. We're finally starting our 2022 spring games. I'm excited to get back into it. It's been almost six months since our first Binger games ended back in October. Wow. We've come so far, Kens. Um, This season, we have six sitcoms going head-to-head. Which show will join our 2021 Binger Games champion, Good Girls? Who knows? Good Girls. Speaking of Good Girls, the fourth and final season of Good Girls dropped on Netflix a couple weeks ago. So definitely go check that out if you haven't. As a little short TV news weekends. (laughs) There you go. I haven't. I need to... I need to catch up because I really loved Good Girls. So, I haven't watched it either, but I, I I watched seasons one through three, so I'm excited to watch the fourth season. Yeah. Um, next episode we'll be discussing the first show of the Binger Games, Netflix's Friends from College. Yeah, so be sure to watch season one so that you can play along. Uh, you can go ahead and download a scorecard from our link tree which is on uh, Linktree's website, backslash headbingerspod. You can also find the Linktree on our social media. Uh, Our socials are at headbingerspod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Everything but LinkedIn. Everything but LinkedIn. Thank you all for continuing to tune in and keep on binging. (laughs) 